good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there, and welcome to this episode number 367 of the Material Podcast, the Ringo Starr Special Edition. It is Ringo Starr's birthday. Uh, oh. I am Andy Anatko. I'm not Ringo Starr. Flo, how are you doing today? I'm good. Isn't it um, Shelley Duvall's birthday as well? Ooh, it could be. Yeah, because she- the horror fans, the horror fans, the horror fans, the fans of horror have been out and about on the Instagrams. I've already seen a couple of my horror movie loving friends posting their tributes. Yeah, it's that there, t- there are times there are times when like like James Caan started popping up, like pe- people like oh, quoting yeah. like James Caan and movies like and I'm a, I don't really spend much time thinking about James Caan, but I know that if he if he comes up on the Twitter feed, that means either a he just said something really stupid and insulting or B he's dead. Uh, so, <laughs> and unfortunately rest in peace. My yes. man. Rest in peace. Well, again, that's it's the, the, the great thing is that like, you know, he, he was uh, you, uh, as an actor, you have a long, long, you have a long, long life and it's not all of it is spent doing uh, actually working. Not all of it is spent doing wonderful mm-hmm. things. But the thing is like, when you uh, when you die, they don't say, "Hey, let's uh, let's uh, start sharing clips of his most terrible, terrible scenes from movies where he was clearly just being paid his day rate, and he only accepted the job because he thought he could take a day trip to Monte Carlo to gamble while he was." Re-. They say, "No, here is the most awesome scene from the most awesome movie he was in." How and some stories about how awesome he was in this story, and like, yay, okay, that's nice. Mm. Fair point. Fair mm. point. Well, I mean, I was so uh, speaking of off- awesomeness and Ringo Starr tangentially. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was watching uh, <laughs> only tangentially. Well, that's 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 our if we if we lost the the naming rights of material to our podcast, I think we would change it to only tangentially, or that, or that would be the podcast that we would do together that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with anything, or we can't really declare anything else before we do it. Uh, but yeah, so I was watching Paul McCartney's performance at Glastonbury. Uh, he was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. He's he had his 80th birthday last week, 80 mm-hmm. years wow. old. He did a two hour and 45 minute set. And I'm not talking about he's in a comfortable chair with an acoustic guitar, just strumming along. I'm so like, tired of you telling me this right now. I want to sleep. I can't. It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I don't was, know if I can handle that as a concert goer either. Like, I haven't been out oh. for that long before and it could save it. Consecutive amount of time. Yeah. See, I, I this is it's it's video like this that makes me reconsider my decision that I'm way too old to go to like big stadium concerts <laughs> because, and I, I think I could enjoy, I could certainly enjoy being at a Paul McCartney concert, particularly that one for two hours and forty five minutes. What I would not enjoy is like the ten hours before it, and then like the four hours after it, like getting there like having to get there early enough to actually get inside dealing with like standing with strangers who are probably barely house trained. And then four hours trying to get back to my car and get back home uh, that I'm not sure that I would really, really enjoy that. Uh, but so the, this, the, uh, but also though, this is, this is how we'll make this uh, Google appropriate. Uh, a awesome stuff. B I'm glad that apparently it was, uh, the BBC. I don't know how copyright law is in the in the UK. Apparently, there was uh, like a three hour window in which the live stream of that concert, as streamed by the BBC, was in the public domain because somebody uploaded it to some place where someone like me could download it. And 
glory be, I happened to be in the right place because it got taken down, which meant that, again, that three-hour public domain window was closed. Uh, but that's okay, good good for me. I, I got in there. But uh, I, I could when I, when I say that it would have been a fun thing to attend, the crowd shots were almost the energy of this crowd. Imagine being of any age and you've got 300,000 people that are all like this is the best moment of my life being here at this concert. Imagine, I mean, one of uh, Matt, he, he closes the show before his three encores with Hey Jude, uh, Hey Jude, which is right. ima- imagine like if, if you have any doubts about what you've done with your life, like he, t- he, he basically stepped on the he's stage. He's allowed to sing Beatles songs. Oh yeah. Well, he, he wrote them. Oh, actually. Oh, you know, fair, fair, he'll, fair, he'll, fair. I okay. think he has contacts with the Beatles organization. Uh, okay. And they can do that. But yeah, no, so it was, it's a mix of like old stuff and new stuff and like all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Uh, but so, and, but imagine like shuffling on stage. I mean, I'm 80 years old. I'm rich. I don't have to do this. And plus, you know what? I'm, I just don't know if they really like me anymore for it's just, you know, the, and then imagine like he's doing, he's doing, of course, everyone sings along with the na, 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 Hey Jude. Like imagine that this wasn't just, you know, the energetic people. This was, this was legitimately 300,000 people sing the na 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 na's and you know that's true because he also did that old thing where it's like okay just the men okay now just the women and <sighs> and the thing is like it was the it was the most beautiful thing because it was it really all the men basically like backed off because oh wait no no, it's not our turn to sing this is the lady's turn to sing and now you're hearing a hundred thousand women only women's voices high-pitched voices sing the na 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 that's got to that's got to make you feel like well it will make you feel like paul mccartney like if you like that that's the sort of enthusiasm people have. and that's what drives him to keep doing this at 80 (laughs) exactly because again he's 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 got a couple of divor- he's got a, uh, at least one bad divorce behind him, but it couldn't have been that bad. So, yeah, he's. Yeah. By the way, his him. ex-wife was on Housewives of New York. Oh, good. That's classy. <laughs> it <laughs> all comes back K. to Flo's yeah. reality TV. I yeah. can make everything connected anyway. But, but, but I can connect with, this with Google because it really, really hit me that um, the signature design of the Pixel 6 phones with that camera bar. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. When, when Looking the, when at the, it. Yeah, when the when the when the images leaked out, what it looked like a lot. Oh my god, that's so freaky! Oh my god, that's so ugly! And I, I think I think it's nice. Also, it has a pr- the practical thing of when you've got it face up on the table instead of having like a, a bump on the left side of the of the of the back, it doesn't wobble. It just like elevates Fair. the back a little mm-hmm. bit. But but again, that's neither here, here nor there. It, it it made me realize that this is the first time like I can see just a random crowd shot of something like this concert, and I know who has the Pixel phones because it is such a it is unique. It's a signature look, oh, and that's true. I wondered, and I, I don't, I don't know if that was part of the argument as they're designing this, but uh, like when I'm on, when I'm watching like some of my uh, favorite YouTubers, and like they're they're taking out their phone, just like their daily daily driver phone, like when I was like, oh, she she has a Pixel Six, oh, oh, he has a Pixel Six, like oh wow, that person, it, it's, I mean, it's, I don't think any of us have been. I don't know, like culturally, culturally proud of. Yes, I'm. I'm part. I'm part of. I'm part of the Google Pixel phone generation. You know, I've. I've. I'm a maverick. I'm unbroken, untamed. My creative spirit cannot be contained by an iPhone. But nonetheless, like when you see like a member of your community just out there, you're like, okay, yes, I'm not. Yes. I'm not the only person. I feel this. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not just another person who had got a Samsung phone. I. I made a choice. I had. I had to take to- effort to get a Pixel. 
To that end, I don't know that I've seen any of the new Samsungs out in the wild. Oh, no, that's not true. I have seen the Galaxy S22 Ultra, but that's because that one is very distinct versus the regular S22s, which, um, yeah, I don't see any of those out. I, I do see plenty of iPhones. Between the 12 and the yeah. 13, uh, that little, um, the uh, what's what's it called? Uh, the stovetop? Stovetop look? It's just... Oh, it's very right, distinctive. Right. The, the induction burner three. Yes, yeah. thank you. The induction burner. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I don't know the words, the names of things. <laughs> well, it's it's a small point of pride, but still, and and, and it was ex, it was exceptionally cool. Uh, again, it was it, it was so, I. I uh, I, I did not see he's 80 years old. He had the stamina to perform this two hour and 45 minute concert. I did not have the stamina to sit in bed and watch this entire concert <laughs> in one sitting. Cause I, 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 it was on my server. I, I fired it up and about to start my day. I'm like, I'll just watch, I'll, you know, mm-hmm. I, I finished my email, you know, uh, sometime like before I'll, I'll watch the end of this, then get lunch and then like resume my work day. And I had to bail like after like 45 minutes to an hour, because well, a because yes, there was too much. <laughs> well, a you have stuff you had well, stuff to do, which yeah, I'm sure and, 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 took and precedence. also and also I was having such a good time. It's like you know what I don't I I want this to be the reward of dealing with. You want to savor it, day. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a like a really long piece of you know like uh like the re- uh, I don't know what it's called, and I apologize <laughs> to those who this uh, is culturally in reference to, but it's the really long Middle Eastern bread. It's like it's a flat bread, but it comes in the really long. Oh, okay. It's like, it's very, it just comes in a long, <laughs> it's just, it's long enough to share with the whole family. Let's just put it that way. Go, come, uh, but it just keeps giving go, and giving. Visit, visit relay.fm slash material. Email <laughs> us with your guesses as to what type of bread, guess the bread, which bread is, is Florence Ion describing? There well, are no prizes for getting it right. However, I think it'll, I think it'll, be, it'll, it'll be a nice community bonding experience. I mean, we're probably going to settle this right now, but I, I just realized that if this were, if we were a YouTube channel, we could use this as one of those fraudulent, like, pleas for engagement. So, so what, what, what do you think that name was? Uh, add your, add your guess in the comments. And hey, do you really like Middle Eastern flatbreads? What kinds do you like? Add your, add your thing in the comments. It's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm here on the bus. I'm watching YouTube videos. You entertain me. I'm, I'm not here to make you more successful, sir. Okay, well, I figured out the bread name okay. in case anybody would like to know. And I apologize to the entire Persian community because I am going to butcher this name, but uh believe it's called Nani Barbari, huh. which it translates to bread of the barbers. <laughs> yes. Uh, and now I want some. So thank you, carbs, for existing. <laughs> Now, Thank it, you. God bless. <laughs> now, can, can you tell by the name? Is it like barbers were like a tribe of people, or actually people who cut hair or like seal wounds for a living? Oh, I closed. I closed the oh. the doc, but there was a whole it was a whole blog post and everything on there. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Nope, nope that's okay. That's you okay. You can we'll, Google it, everyone. <laughs> we can, exactly. Exactly. Ex- I did. You know, that's that's always true. And and you know what? Sometimes it's the adventure. It's the journey. We, we mm-hmm. sometimes poo-poo the idea of enjoying the journey as opposed to just simply getting the answer. It was suggested to eat, by the way, uh, crumbled feta oh. and uh, dark brown olives with it. That does sound delicious. Uh, so yummy. Just simple. You know, the so the uh, we have, we got to get along, get on with our show, but uh, the 
so the, uh, we've I've been giving you breathless coverage of changes to my uh, my little touristy historic seaside New, New England right. uh, community, uh, and so the uh, better of the two antique shops in the neighborhood uh, closed up. Didn't go out of business. She was just ready to retire, and the her okay. rent went up a little bit. So not a sad story. She was a wonderful person. Uh, but replacing it, so now like if I want like really nice olive oil. I don't even have to technically oh. leave my building. I have, to, I have to temporarily leave my building to like go next door. But <laughs> so <no>. incredible. <laughs> this is incredible. Okay. I'm just I'm impressed by how you turned that back around into your quaint little New England town. And I just want you to know every description that you give me of this town, like eventually I will come see it, right? You, you know must. that. Like <laughs> And I'd but, be like, but, but, and see, Mona, this is where Uncle Andy told me that this place used to be a dance studio. <laughs> a hip-hop dance studio. <laughs> a hip-hop dance yes. studio. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I'm looking forward to that. I'm wonder- Unfortunately, they'll probably get to know my my face very, very well. So I'm wondering, like, how many times I can get one of those, like, free little, like, hi, can I get one-third of a cup of those samples? Like, yeah, that Mix. would be one, two, three of those little plastic cups. Yeah, and I think I'll just go onto the sidewalk so I can enjoy it in the sunshine. Meanwhile, I'm going back up and hoping that the kitchen didn't go on fire while the saucepan was <laughs> was heating up. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> we do have a great show uh, before we, but uh, one last thing, uh, we want you to yes. give you an update, and a transitory yes, update on the auctions of those Nexus Q uh, streaming media failure devices we talked about last week, last week that had the 10 year anniversary. Uh, it was at the auction was there was one on auction. The price had up, been up to $51, 18 hours left to go with 11 watchers. It is now up to $81. The wow. one that was available at $220 buy it now is still available. And there is a new Free listing. local pickup for me, by the way, oh. sorry on that $81 one. Yeah. I'm almost tempted <laughs> I, I, I have to imagine you'll find most of these in the Bay Area. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like this is this isn't exactly a farm country sort of device. And that, that's that's not I mean that's and I mean that like as a compliment to farm country that, you know, what what is the practical purpose of this? How can how can this help me and my life? Yeah. Well, and they no were only given purpose. out at the developer conference True. that took place in San Francisco. Right. So it's yeah. Uh so I guess I'm still going to hope that the uh, all the heat that that came across from that I think was it an Engadget or the Verge article about the anniversary. It was the Verge. Verge, yeah. I'll, I'll have to wait for that to die down before I uh, before I consider moving on that the what I think the correct price is, which is about maybe thirty dollars, maybe fifty once you yeah. wrap in like all the yeah. shipping and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great show today. Uh, I've got some. Uh, Two sides of the same coin. Let's be balanced here. A story about Google doing something really, really bad, but they're only tangentially, they're only profiting from something really, really bad. It's not as though they were the initiators of this really, really bad thing, although it is a really super bad thing. Uh, And on the flip side of that, they're doing something really, really, really good, which we'll be happy to talk about. Uh, And after that, there will be uh, the latest episode in... (laughs) Man proposes the YouTube algorithm disposes. Uh, and it's funny as you might imagine it to be. And it involves like horror, horror, horrific, horrific, horrific images. Uh, but that will happen after this message. In honor of Shelley Duvall's birthday. Yes. Oh, good one. Excellent. Okay. Uh, I will let you choose. Do you want the 
should we present people with the this thing is way way bad but google is not an active design participant in the badness or do we go for the uh first or do we go for the app uh, the google is doing something really really good and there's no take backs on that so do you want to start with the good one or the bad one the bad one oh start with the bad we'll start with the bad one okay so uh apparently <laughs> uh it's my philosophy <laughs> There's uh, ice cream after you take off, after you rip off the bandaid. That's that's mm-hmm. a very good policy. Also, also, it's dear listeners. It's also one of the reasons why we generally schedule the recording for the end of our work days, <laughs> because if this were it's 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 a good part of the day and it's a good thing to look forward to. Especially if like, both we won't get into any details, but both Flo and I had an exciting day. We are, we are recording super super late as a result of the excitement that we uh, had today. Uh, but yes, let's get to the, let's get to the bad stuff. Now uh, you're familiar with this idea uh, that uh, there is a lock screen on your phone. And then when you take off, when you take the phone out of your pocket, you quickly, you know, can't, can't help but to glance at it as you tap the fingerprint or get the, get the, get the, uh, the, 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 the get, get whatever biometric or your, or your, your pin number to get back through. It's a transitory thing. Or maybe the reason why you pulled it out was just to check the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's not there to be, to do anything, but there, it's not, it's not as a carrier of evil. You would think that it's not a really good prospect. It's not really fertile territory, but we are, I hate to inform you or remind you that we are in the, in the stage of late stage capitalism and there is nothing mm, yes. as simple as it can be that capitalism cannot make into a horrible, wretched experience. And someone looked at the lock screen and said, I bet we can make that into something horrible. Uh, so there's a company, <laughs> uh, there's a company called Glance. Now, Glance has been around since about 2017. They've been building the product and the market for this in India and other Asian companies. They currently have uh, have Glance installed on 400 million devices. They're at currently a $200 billion company, and Google is one of the major investors in that company. So again, I'm sure that they, they, they didn't just simply sprinkle the evil dust on the company, and they took this altruistic CEO and turned him into somebody who – Knowing that his what he was saying was being recorded, uh, boasted about how good the product is because consumers will move from seeking content to consuming what is shown to them. <laughs> Although he probably didn't use the cackling laugh, he probably did have a white cat that he was stroking at the time because that darn god darn it, that is pretty damn evil. Uh, so the lock screen will have <laughs> it's not it's a, so uh, the thing is this this isn't like a, a startup, so we can see exactly how well this company has what what this company has been doing again in india and asian markets so it really is a pain in the butt uh they it's not as it doesn't seem to be as bad as uh pop-up ads that you know jiggling you know feces throwing monkeys telling you but to refinance your car it's more like hey does disney plus has a new show called ms marvel i don't know you've heard about it but here's a trailer for it uh but it is the thing is it is again it is sponsored content through your carrier is making money off of this glance is making money off of this disney plus or whoever i'm just make i just made up a, a company or an ad out of the blue they're benefiting from it what is the benefit to you uh and it does turn out that the only benefit is that uh, most again, given how they've been running the business overseas, this is something that gets pre-installed on the cheapest phones, the cheapest Android phones, mm-hmm. because uh, admittedly, 
profit margins are absolutely razor thin. They got the carrier wants to find a way to make these phones more profitable, as though uh, the amount of money they charge for contracts is not enough money for them. Uh, but that also means that the people who are going to suffer or be affected the most by this of mm-hmm. are, of course, lower income users. Isn't that wonderful? And even if that weren't a problem, like. Oy, we, we're, we're already having really intense discussions and debates in society about the problems of a phone to just be dis- instruments of distraction, to mm-hmm. make sure that we can never stay focused on anything. We will never have a, a thought and complete it to the end. Uh, some are like me. I have I'm ADHD. sorry, what'd you say? I have to check my phone. <laughs> exactly. No, but, but like an, I, I have ADHD. Uh, and like, I could totally say, the thing is there's so many times where I've got like, I got eight, uh, over the course of any day, I've got like 80 tabs open. Okay. Uh, chiefly because like I got to research something or I got to double check on something or I got to get into my email and stuff like that. And there are times where, you know, chemically my brain is not really working terribly well. And I will see, Oh, that's right. I also meant to update this post and do this. And then it's two hours later. And I forgot that the reason why I clicked into that window to begin with was to check my mail and confirm that someone got something that was very, very important that I said three hours ago. Uh, and so imagine, uh, you know, say, hey, I know that you picked up your phone for a specific person purpose and that on any phone that is not tainted by evil, this would be maybe a half of a second uh, pause to just simply tap tap in your fingerprint and get to the app that you actually wanted to use. But let's see if we can't disengage you from the reason why you picked up the phone yeah. and swerve your attention into this paid piece of content. Cause that's, that is the, that is the whole business model of it. If it's something simple and unobtrusive that you're going to pass by, that's not delivering value for, for money. It has to be something that grabs your attention and says, no, don't go, don't go text to send a text message to, to your niece uh, telling her that, Hey, we're, we're very, very proud that you graduated today. I uh, can't wait to see the pictures. I'm taking you out to dinner next week when you come home. Isn't that wonderful? But hey, again, let's play this crypto game instead. Uh, it's uh, it's it is totally evil. What do you think? Totally or ex- I, more than totally evil? Well, so I did write about this for Gizmodo this week, and I sort of wrote about it from the angle of you know this is going to be really crappy for Android because it's going to actually. So it's worth mentioning, by the way, that nothing has been confirmed. This company oh, I'm, I'm has sorry. made no I announcement. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think we mentioned it. this story. Came, is now a story because Tech uh, TechCrunch uh, yes. got, had a source that said that hey, this is like an Asian Indian company, but they are in negotiations now with U.S. carriers, and yeah. phones that come pre-installed with Glance might start appearing as soon as two months from now, citing unnamed sources. Exactly. So we're still basing this completely off of an unnamed source. We don't know who they are. And so running with it like carriers are going to be doing this is is let's not yet run around with that, you know, right. with our heads cut off. You won't be able to buy a phone that doesn't have. And did I mention that there are trackers involved in there? Well, actually, we didn't mention there are trackers involved in it. There are trackers involved. In it. But it's not. But it's, we don't know it, yet. But yeah, exactly. But and it, we, we don't know yet. Right. Well, I mean, the, the doesn't the technology in India have trackers? Like they can, they're, they're collecting location information. Uh, I actually didn't read into it that far. I mean, what I, I, I just meant to say by we don't know sorry. yet is that we have nothing in the U.S. Right, to like get our hands on with and understand what this is going to be like because the U.S. carriers, they rule this market really hard. So if anybody is going to be really digging their claws into us, the carriers are going to be making this deal with Glance to get their claws into um Basically, the low-end users on their networks. I could see MVNOs 
and um, Verizon's like you free phone customers. You take the free right. phone and the phones that the this thing comes installed on are Samsung's A-series overseas. Mm-hmm. And those are available here as well. Those are sub $300 phones. There's some Motorola phones that run this. Um, and those are two brands that you see a lot of in the like free phone section of the advertising. And so it's easy to see how this could be used against people who can't pay full price for a phone outright. Um, and it's it was also, we can also see how this is going to degrade the Android experience because yeah. this is like running this on low, lowish end phones with like four gigs or less of RAM, <laughs> forcing people to like unlock their phones and immediately see, you know, a video just like blaring at you. This can't <laughs> be good for bandwidth, yeah. um, data caps, yeah, things battery. of the sort. And, um, and there's, uh, there's also the idea that this is something that would drive people to just go seek an iPhone, which I was really resistant to at first because I was thinking about that. And I'm like, why would anybody who can't afford the free phone go for the iPhone? And then I realized that that's what the secondhand market is for, baby. And I know that I feel like there are people out there who would rather buy a secondhand iPhone, maybe a iPhone 11 or 12, like they're okay with going a couple years old and, you know, only spending $300 for it because it would just be an easier experience, a little more seamless, um, a a little more capable. I I don't like this. It seems incredibly predatory because because I know that if AT&T and Verizon get with this, especially Verizon, honey, I've been with them (laughs) Since they were GTE, I know their tactics. Yeah, you want to? I can show you every phone I bought from them and everything that comes pre-installed on that thing. Right. I mean, that, um, that, these are the phones that generally have the crapware that you can't remove. Like, hey, I I didn't even know that Blockbuster still existed as a company. I also had no idea they have a streaming video service, and oh. I also don't know why I would ever rent a move stream a video from Blockbuster when there are eighteen other well-established ones. I'm already. Oh, are you talking for. about Go ninety? I'm sorry. Are you talking about Verizon's <laughs> Go ninety? Uh, the failed wannabe Quibi. I also have to say, by the way, a lot of those apps are, I'm going to call them spyware. Right. They're carriers way of spying on you, um, which I'm sure a carrier will say, Flo, we're not spying on people. People opt into this. But that's the thing is nobody's reading the terms of use. Uh, I mean, I was going to talk about this on NPR tomorrow anyway, but it's like I'm so sometimes when I talk about something with you first, I get the I get I can get out the 20 minute. Oh, my God. This Why are we? The good Lord God put us in paradise and said, just, <laughs> I've given you paradise. I built this world for you to be a perfect place. You are without sin. All your dreams, hopes are cared for. You have eternal life, etc. Now, don't screw it up. And here we are, uh, like, 6,000 years later, according to the, the fundamentalists. And it's like, no, there's still that corner over there we haven't messed up. Let's find a way to screw that up as well. Yeah, the that's, lock screen. That's, yeah, that's, that's the stuff. <laughs> that was the that, last. Exactly. That was our one harbor, our one piece of Eden that we we're trying to defend from from vulgarians. Uh, I... I'm just. I'll, I mean, I'll. I'll try. I'll try to be balanced here and try to say that, like, uh, I'm not. A, I'm not offended by the Kindle, the, the sponsored edition of the of the Kindle readers, mm-hmm. yes. because it is absolutely uh, clear that okay, if you can spend a hundred dollars. Uh, you can get the normal Kindle. 
if that's too rich for your blood for $75, we will sell that same device to you. However, the lock screen will have an ad for it uh, because you're saying, no, here's literally $25. We will knock off the price. Uh, and that that could be very quite significant to people. That could be an important $25 to a lot of people. And also this is not a device where you're taking out of your, you're taking it out of your pocket like 20 times a day and looking at this ad and putting it back in your uh-huh, pocket. Yes. It is, you're going to, and you're going to see an ad probably for something that's kind of relevant. This really is, I want to make sure that <laughs> I want to make sure that you never get into your banking app to like make that online bill payment because we want to make sure that we delay you by 15 or 20 minutes while you watch all these movie clips and all these other sponsored content thank you but hey we'll save you 15 dollars on your bill yeah because because you watch that enumerate that for me um and it's i don't know it's it's something that i'm sad that google has anything to do with it particularly because both google and apple have been doing some kind of awesome things with lock screens lately Mm -hmm. uh google already if you have a pixel phone has really cool at a glance widgets that you can add to the lock screen. Uh, 95, 95 Google, as they usually do, they do an AP, APK teardown of a recent developer build. Awesome. And they see signs that we're getting some more at a glance widgets. Two of them, at least one of them, I'm really, really interested in. Like one of them is obvious. It's a cross device timer. So if you use a smart speaker or a smart display, say, hey, set a timer for 45 minutes while you're waiting for your burrito to heat up in the, in the, in the countertop oven, you will actually like it will be on the lock screen of your phone, even though that wasn't the device you enable it with what i'm really cool keen about is uh it will be able to tell you that uh, here, here's the status of your ride share that you called in uh it's i, I mean i'm always checking my phone as <laughs> it's like okay you're I just booked it great uh, only 15 minutes away great so I, i'm all dressed i'm showered i'm shaved i got my bag packed but i will find you know what maybe I want to wear my boots instead of my, you know what? I got enough time over my, and by the time we're at, it's like, Oh, tell me they're what, tell me they're more than three minutes away because I'm in the shower now. Because and then I you just can't unlock it because you're fumbling around with everything. And you're like, why isn't it unlocking? Why isn't it unlocking? Right, right. And it's just this whole thing. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it would be like, I, I think you're absolutely right. It would also be something that you don't get this crap on iPhones. You absolutely don't. Not, not on any device would they let that happen. So I hate to say it. I say it to say it everybody, but it's really true. The other thing is we really need to, um, just before we get off this topic, we really need to pay attention to, and I know Andy said it in the beginning of the segment, but we really need to pay attention to this stuff that is trying to constantly grab our attention because because pay attention to things grabbing our attention in all sincerity, TikTok and Instagram have this model. And I always say, Oh, well, I know what you guys are doing. I'm not going to let you suck me in, but what am I doing when I'm idle is I'm turning on TikTok or I'm turning on Instagram and that's yeah. not good. That's not good for your brain. And imagine having that on your lock screen the minute you press your finger to that finger uh, print scanner or you, you know, hold up your face and it unlocks. And it's like, boom, Miss Marvel. Have you watched it on Disney Plus? By the way, <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus bundle can also come with ESPN and it comes with this yeah. and that. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> again, this is this is why like ADHD comes up again, that for a, a long time ago, uh, as just good ongoing practice, but also because it just seemed like a good idea. It's like, well, let's, let's make sure I'm not doing like, if I'm waiting for, if I'm waiting for a bus, that's not coming, that's going to be coming in a minute. Or if I'm just waiting in line somewhere, unless I have a reason to take out my phone, I'm going to see how it works. If I just pay attention to the world around me and that, and 
I, I actually remember we, we should get going because we don't want this to be another two hour show. But yeah, I actually remember like when the first times that I kind of made this into a mission rule where it was uh, I was at an airport and I think Denver or whatever. And like uh, it, was one, it was just one of those things where uh, like they have to you have to wait for a shuttle bus at the terminal that will take you t- across the tarmac to because we're doing a constant construction. So there were like 100 people just milling about and I get perfect. It's not, this isn't malicious at all. It's like perfect. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm going to be bored for like 20 minutes. I'll just see if there's something to read. So Twitter. And, but again, I recently like made this rule to try not to do that as, you know, as, as much as I could. And so I just say, you know what? I'm going to see what happens if I just stare at that little chip in the paint in the, the, in the wall, like 10 feet away. And I did that for like 15 or 20 minutes. Like not, not like, but just, you know, <laughs> You know, but it's just, I wasn't like trying to hypnotize the chip of paint or something. It's not, not like that intense focus, but it was like, you know what? That wasn't, t- I, I was, I was alone with my thoughts for 20 minutes and it wasn't terrible, you know, yeah. and it was actually, it's and important I just, to remember that. Yeah. I mean, it's important to realize that sometimes the feature is that peace and quiet and just, uh, I hate to use the word mindfulness because that's usually it's someone who's trying to sell you scented candles. I know. Gratitude, mind, mindfulness. Like, okay, thank you. I can anyway. Uh, Girl bosses have ruined it. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have a fake hand painted sign that says something about how much I drink wine. <laughs> uh, okay, but let's okay. So let's get on to the good the the good stuff. Yes. Uh, good, so Google. Okay. Uh, uh, this is uh, so uh, as we've been talking about for the past few weeks. Uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme mm. Court. Um, the and Google has is one of a lot of companies that have been a focus of worry and concern by lawmakers and others saying, look, you have so much data on so many people. If either a, a dim-witted but violent self-styled activist wanted to try to locate and target people, uh, uh, women who were seeking abortions or questioning whether or not they had lost a child to a miscarriage, which happens to one out of four women uh, or no, I don't think that was, I, 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 she has to prove it, even though she's having the most, one of the most horrible times that will happen in her entire life. No, no, no. Let's make sure that she gets hassled all the way up to uh, all the way up to actual police forces that are trying to in cut in states in which they're actually making things illegal to get illegal to, uh, to, to seek out. Uh, so, Obviously, something that Google has to address. And the day after the ruling, they started to address this uh, by announcing new policies to protect certain uh, privacy on certain details. Uh, again, one day after the reversal, uh, they posted a blog post entitled Protecting People's Privacy on Health Topics. And the has a few details in there, but the biggest thing is that uh, kind of dramatic. Uh, if any of Google's services or systems learns of a user's visit to certain kinds of locations, uh, which include, but are not limited to counseling centers, domestic violence shelters, abortion clinics, fertility centers, uh, addiction treatment facilities, uh, weight loss clinics, and even cosmetic surgery clinics. Google will, and I'm quoting the, the blog post here, quote, delete these entries from location history soon after they visit, unquote. So that's an important step. And on the face of it, it's saying that 
the cops can subpoena us for records of give us a we don't we don't have mm-hmm. any suspects or any targets we just want a blanket warrant on any informa- information about personally identifiable information about anybody who whose phone passed near was in at or around uh, what a suspected abortion clinic uh, at any time on these dates uh, or uh, we want to search uh, uh, actually I don't think it doesn't affect Google search history but at least it'll uh, affect certain things it'll affect location location history so they won't be able to subpoena that kind of information um, now there are some uh, disappointingly non-specific language in this. Uh, for instance, what will Google be doing with that data before it's deleted? Why not delete it immediately? Like, mm-hmm. are they are they impl- are they just implying that? Well, actually, it's gonna it 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 will take. We have to. It will take like a certain amount of time, ranging from zero seconds to substantially more than zero seconds, for the system to identify that. Oh, uh, this this co- these coordinates are actually correspond to like a Planned Parenthood or uh, again a, a pregnancy health center or whatever. And so, or is it actually we? want to have that data for a little while so that we can update certain dossiers we have on certain users and and stuff like that. Uh, But also how soon is soon when you delete it. Also, my eyes immediately got attracted to delete these entries from uppercase location, uppercase history, which would imply that maybe there are lots of places where your location can be recorded inside the Google infrastructure. And they're just saying that if cops ask for location history, it won't be there. Maybe it's still someplace else. Like, are they de- are they deleting it everywhere or just from this one database? Well, I have to say it's been really interesting just watching the trajectory of all this after the Roe v. Wade overturning. Um, it's been very interesting to just see tech companies respond as quickly as they possibly can to keep, you know to keep things kosher let's just yeah. say to keep things kosher within the the public um this but you know yeah i don't know what else to say yeah. about it what, what, at what least you, they did something what do you think about there there there've been a whole bunch of things about this some of them are actually uh, uh, employers have a lot of uh, a lot of power to make their the lives of their employees better or worse i'm very very cheered to hear of companies like Google and Apple uh, and other companies saying, okay, if if you are if you work for us full time and you are in a state that bans abortion, uh, we will pay travel expenses and medical expenses up to four thousand dollars. I think I think that's what Apple's doing. Uh, that is specific for some company. We will pay your travel expenses and medical expenses to travel to a state where abortion is is legal, so that you can get that medical procedure that you desire, uh, and, and 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 stuff like that. But how much how much do you think that how much is this? Google not wanting to be pushed around by anti-abortionists uh, and how much of that is we can't be seen as, as someone who we're not only we're collecting all your data, but we will allow other people to weaponize it against you. How much of this is altruism and how much is this? We don't want an open revolt of users against us. I think it's a little bit of column A and B, but um, because I have to say that just because an employee has the privilege of their company providing all that, you know, monetary aid to them to help them get the abortion doesn't mean that they can't be implicated for it. Um, Because just because Google's not saving that information on its servers doesn't mean, I mean, I would assume that if a warrant was 
issued for you for doing that, for getting the abortion that Google would still have to give over your name or whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and I haven't been like reading fully into the laws of these things, but, but I have been reading a lot of Twitter <laughs> <laughs> and I have been reading a lot of social media and just sort of like getting people's takes on it. And just, it's just my understanding is that that's nice for the employees, but it doesn't really solve anything at the end yeah. of the day. It's the same thing with why they were telling us like not to go on social media and say, hey, you can come to my backyard and go camping, quote unquote. Yeah. It's like, mm, right. maybe don't do that because that's not really going to solve. Maybe don't start your own underground network because we're working in a very different time, yeah. technical time. Uh, the other thing is... Um, the other thing is the only people who can really stand up to the anti-abortionist at this point, I feel is the government, yeah, the state governments. I'm sorry to keep, make this very U S centric nope. right. in this. Um, Cause I know we do have some international listeners, but I think that's where the real standing up matters. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it gets us back to a topic that is often on my mind that my God, you had two really, really smart, uh, like uh, uh, computer scientists who had this idea of, hey, you know what? It really, it's really too hard to find information on the internet. We have an idea of how we can index pages and make mm -hmm. that actually work. And 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 I think that's a great idea. They couldn't have foreseen that. Hey, we're going to, have to you know, one day our company is going to be used uh, to abuse, intimidate, and incarcerate, and even physically harm some of our users using some of the, just by virtue of the fact that they were using the product and services that we've created here on this day on our college campus. Let's make sure that we prepare a corporate infrastructure and a corporate policy so that we are ready for when the, the company that consists now of us and our dog that we have humorously named CFO, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm I, I, I get I get some emotions in here and sometimes that gets me. No, don't say that. No, don't say that either. Stay on topic. Oy. But yeah, it's I Oy. mean I, I, I have some. Who I have could some have foreseen because, capitalism yeah. would take over? Who could have foreseen? Yeah. No, it's it's I don't know. I feel I I feel like uh, the the only the only simple analog is that when uh, how did it, let's get back to the Beatles? Like how did it make the how to make the Beatles feel that we wrote this song called Helter Skelter because we wanted to do this really loud rocking right. song that would be fun to play and fun to listen to. We did not at the time anticipate that someone is going to use that as a pretext to uh, hear commands to murder a whole bunch yeah. of innocent people that, and I'm sure that if they'd known that they would not have moved forward or they would have put in the liner notes, dude, just don't kill anybody for any reason. Not in my name. These aren't messages to you. And I, sometimes I feel as though the people who work at Google and Apple and whatever are in that same boat, which is like, we you know how hard it's going to be. Like, it would be easy to have a time machine and change the way that some of our systems mm -hmm. work to make sure we could make these changes at will. We'd never even remotely contemplated the need that we're going to make sure that we make certain parts of our tracking completely invisible, not only to law enforcement and people who are going to abuse people, but also to us so that we can't be forced to hand things over. So it's a complicated thing. I'm glad. Uh, I, I, I hate to sound so minim, minimi, minimalizing because I'm not but saying at some point my frustration with tech companies, particularly the big ones, is you're not even doing the very least you could do. 
You're doing nothing. Right. You're not. What is stopping you from doing the least that you can do? Now, this what what Google is doing is not the least they could do, but it's also it's if people are complaining that we need to they they need to do more. At least they're making a very very important step. Uh, they're antagonizing law enforcement. They're antagonizing the federal government that still wants backdoors installed on every single service and phone in the United States. And this is not going to help them. Saying no, we we will not. We're going to fight your use of these blanket warrants, and we're not going to even keep data that you might be able to weaponize. Oh well. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, oh, you want data? We'll just make it disappear. Poof. Yes. Well, again, we're, we want to end on a happy note. So after this break, we're going to be talk, talking about uh, little children being tricked into seeing horror video that its creator uh, doesn't think is appropriate in any way for children. Back after this. Okay, and now to the world of the wacky. Uh, apparently, the YouTube algorithm is tricking children into watching horror videos. Yes, that's right. Uh, no, it's but this this is another example of how Oy, you, the frustration of YouTube is <laughs> I'm so unique. scared looking at this. <laughs> well, no, well, it's just yeah, it's it's just that like uh, the, the, they have algorithms that make decisions that are occasionally really stupid, and then when a human being says, "Wow, this is clearly a stupid decision," and clearly now that I have told you to not to reverse that, it's hard to reverse because the the system is not designed to take the word of human beings. It's much simpler if they just do nothing. Uh, I cannot even do the minimum available. So here's this latest so stupid it's funny example of this. There's a channel called Local 58 TV uh, Children. There used to be uh, channels on the television set. It wasn't just mm-hmm. uh, input one, input two, input three, and mm-hmm. input four. Uh, they, you had not only that, but you had the VHF band and the UHF band. And if you grew up in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, uh, and even 90s, you might have learned that usually on the UHF band, whose numbers went all the way up to 68, some t- those were the not network channels, independently locally owned channels. And sometimes they would spend all Saturday and Sunday uh, screening really, really cheaply made old horror movies that were very, very inexpensive to acquire and to air. Uh, so as you might guess, they're horror themed video produced by the channel's creator, Chris Straub, uh, of a sort of retro found footage sort of thing. Uh it's fine. It's not. It's it's not someone. Oh my god! This person is sick. I'm. A, what I need. I need to remove this from my watch history so the people. So the algorithm doesn't think that I like this stuff. It's. A, it's not for everyone's taste, certainly. But it's. It's. I think it's. It's. It's done with a good heart. That heart is ripped out and then shown to the victim as it bleeds. Uh, but yes. Uh, so, but this. Uh, this story is concerns like one of their latest videos. Uh, and the description of this video uh, comes to you courtesy of Ars Technica because they did a good job of describing it. The episode is a black and white cartoon where a cute cartoon skeleton wanders around a graveyard looking for a cute cartoon girlfriend skeleton only to find horrifying more realistic skeletons and other creatures in the open graves scary stuff eh, kids uh but and because the creator uh, chris straub is a responsible person uh every time you upload a video to youtube the app asks hey is this appropriate for children he basically unchecked the box say no this is not appropriate for children and he also put in the description this is not appropriate for children uh, and so we made it really clear that he did not want children to watch this now okay mistakes were made i mean you can see where there could be some confusion because the title of this video was in fact quote show for children unquote okay but that was probably ironic but again you would think mm-hmm. that if there is a checkbox 
a database is going to be informed this is not for children. A human being, the person who created this, is saying, don't show this to children. And the YouTube algorithm saw the phrase show for children, and it automatically overrode the creator's deliberate choice and made it available to children in the YouTube Kids app. Uh, and now the the cherry on top of this really horrible Blood Sunday is that uh, he, of course, being a responsible creator, he s- tried to like un- tried to basically reset that, and YouTube wouldn't let him. He had to file a formal <laughs> appeal of <laughs> what the algorithm did, uh, and it took YouTube at least two days to fix it. <laughs> I. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, I was just kind of scrolling through the thread real quick and I just, I didn't realize this was happening. It happened over 4th of July. <laughs> I'm assuming whoever manages that content was on their uh, their uh, uh, country mandated work day off. Maybe their hands were still bandaged from the fireworks accident and so they couldn't ah, type yes. the... Oh, you saw that video obvi- too? Obviously, mm-hmm. you're absolutely correct, <laughs> sir. I apologize. We will fix this immediately. <laughs> it was, no, actually, I'm going to have to wait until some of these burns heal up. Uh, analog horror at 476 megahertz. Unsettling shorts in the found footage slash VHS aesthetic from Chris Straub. Ooh, boy. <laughs> Faux pr- public service announcement from the U.S. Department for the Preservation of American Dignity. Yeah, these are not... I mean... Maybe if you're like a really alt parent, this is like children's <laughs> content. But I'm going to tell you, my kid is probably going to get bad dreams from something <laughs> yes. like this. I should also note that on the Ars Technica article, there's a screenshot of YouTube and of the local 58 TV video playing along with the sidebar of related videos. And um, presumably they're all kid-friendly YouTube videos I really hate that Coco Melon is a part of this <laughs> because we were just talking about apps that are uh, designed to take away your attention from the world. And Coco Melon is one of those shows that was made specifically to just like, it's, it's attention candy. It's just, <laughs> it's pure uh, pixie stick sugar attention candy. And uh, I learned that one way to tell of the um, quality of like a a children's cartoon is to look at how long the scenes are before they pan away. Coco Melon has a new scene every one to three seconds. So Hmm. camera change, camera change, camera change, camera change. I, I wish there was a way to curate YouTube just on this topic. I wish there was a way to curate it even more beyond just what YouTube deems kid-friendly because clearly whatever algorithm is at play here, whatever human, uh, you know, uh, a human, why am I having a hard time thinking of the word curated, (laughs) whatever human curated list is happening here is not working for America's children. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's this is this is just the last in a long long most recent a long long line of things where again someone uploaded a video they check the box or uncheck the box to say this is not for children but an algorithm said oh i see what looks like classic 1940s hand-drawn disney animation this must be good for children and it totally isn't what are you doing oh, and- that's like <laughs> that's like how i tried to get away with watching beavis and butthead when i was a kid <laughs> It's like, but your parents know better. <laughs> this is not for children. I don't care yeah. if this is animation. 
oh, oh, look, there's a whole channel called Cartoon Network. That must be for children then. Great. It's like, no, not, a, not after a, not after like 2.30 in the afternoon. And, def, and never on a weekend is this for children. No, no, no. Right. No, yeah. No. Once Toonami comes on, once the anime comes on, that's it. It's over. The <laughs> channel is pure. <laughs> now I got, I, 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 we probably should end the show, but what to, I got to ask. So I can't, is the, so the, uh, the fast editing is a sign that this is bad animation or this is not well done. Yeah. Supposedly. Children maybe shouldn't oh. be watching it. Okay. Listen, I, I got this from TikTok <laughs> just to set on irony here. Uh, but yeah, my understanding is that like children's content that moves fast like that oh, is right, very bad right. for their attention spans because it's just like, yeah moving 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 which is why i'm like okay with showing mana some disney stuff because i actually noticed that it's very it's very soft even though it is you know teaching my child to tell me to take her to disneyland and buy her disney yeah, things exactly. and and yeah i have kind of been giving in by buying her Minnie mouse stuff because she, every time she sees it she goes me me and i feel like the best mom ever because i brought her so home something me me yeah. exactly but so. yeah but yeah it's that's it's just like what we're talking about with the lock screen that everybody who's chant who's uh, whose job it is to figure out how to hoodwink people out of their money as consumers it's like how do we manipulate their attention span and for children, it's mm-hmm. like we can hold their attention by changing the scene every three or four seconds. We will never hold on the scene for 20 seconds to let somebody sink in what's happening, what people are saying, what the what what, what was happening. It's why I, I kind of want I, I was interested in the new Elvis movie. But as soon as oh, as soon as like a, as soon as I found out that it's directed by Baz Luhrmann, it's like I, I know I know that Moulin Rouge has a lot of really, really devoted fans, a lot of them. And I'm not making fun of this. Like if you are if you were like a, a 10 to 16 year old girl when you saw Moulin Rouge, it is one hell of a simple, satisfying, romantic uh, musical movie and that's basically that is really and that's i also think that it's a very very well done movie but let the millennials have that okay? exactly no I, again but one of, see one of my one of my policies is that let people enjoy things you, you don't you don't don't be one of those people say hey you're enjoying something that i don't approve of you enjoying it you you should not be entitled to the happiness that you're experiencing right now um but i thought i found it hard to watch because it's like it just cut 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 and i'm like no can i can i see how these people rehearsed a long time for that dance for that dance number and you're not letting me see them actually dancing you're seeing me let me see a leg and then you're letting them me see like a ruffle of a thing and then you're can i just trust me trust me to be able to pay attention for more than 18 frames sir uh so oi it's i, I th- literally I, listened to a podcast this week about how Boz Lorman is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I said at the time is the is the first like feature length diet coke commercial. And if you were also like watching television at the same time that Moulin Rouge first came out in two thousand one, you would appreciate that diet coke commercials were notorious throughout the nineties for just again this sort of like cut 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 cut. And it's a, but it's a commercial, yeah. It's a commercial. Uh, and actually, I'm he said holding up his diet coke bottle. <laughs> But that that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's filled with Diet Dr. Pepper. I'm just recycling the bottle before I recycle She says holding up her Hello Kitty <laughs> squishy that smells like strawberries. I've been sniffing at the entire that time we've been recording this podcast, by the way. Self-soothing behavior. It's Yes. <laughs> Once you find it, you should nurture it because it, yes. it, it soothes. That's why they mm-hmm. call it self-soothing. 
Uh, well, uh, I, I think we're that's a good that's a good place to end the show. Uh, is there anything you'd like to call people's attention to, Florence Ion, about wonderful things that are happening in the Flowniverse? Ionaverse. Well, is it the Flowniverse or the Ionaverse? <laughs> Ion. I like Ionaverse. There you go. No, okay. Flowverse. It's the Flowverse. The Flow like Ion create, Creative Universe. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I have been like looking at stuff in the metaverse because I've been, I, I don't know, I guess I'm trying, trying to figure out what my next digital life is going to be like. But until then, <laughs> you can just read my digital writings at flowrights.tech. That is my very fun little vanity URL that I bought just so you can go to my author page at gizmodo.com. <laughs> and uh, in addition to this podcast, you can also hear me once a month on All About Android on the Twit Network. And um, I also do a video show at Gizmodo called Gadgets. Yay! How's, how's the transition from audio to video? Because I really like the audio podcast. We're... We're we're working out some kinks, but you know, I have to say it was fun to be able to like actually bring the thing that I was talking about <laughs> on camera and hold it up right? and, you know, like describe it and play with it. So we're, you know, we're, we're learning it. We're learning the ropes. I'm, uh, I, 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 that's very much on my mind because tomorrow, one of the stories I'm going to be discussing on NPR is, uh, create on, on the, is that AI generate AI image generator. And I'm going to have to create a theater of the air experience for WGPH's NPR listeners that, okay, now I want you to imagine uh, a picture of a woman wearing a Darth Vader mask, and it kind of looks like a Charles Dana Gibson image, but it's a little bit rougher. I mean, the mask is really good. She's in profile. Uh, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's what you were sending me today. Oh God. Well, see what one of the, one of the reasons why, like I was so like time compromised today was that. I was I went from like having used this for the past like six weeks all the way from when it was Dolly Mini to okay, mm-hmm. now I have to be able to really dig into this so that I can explain it like any in detail. So I want to find out its strengths and weaknesses. And so mm-hmm. I really was up very, very late doing all kinds of weird things with it. Uh but so you can uh check that out. Go to wgbhnews.org. Uh tomorrow I'm gonna be on uh twelve excuse me on Friday. By the time you get this uh, I will have been on at twelve fifty. But uh they post all my stuff uh, on wgbhnews.org. I also found out that and this is why I'm definitely gonna be in the studio, uh, they just started live streaming uh to YouTube. So uh I will I I I used to like uh, uh Andy in the flesh digitally. Yeah, and that concerns me a little because I used see I I used to uh, uh, I generally get semi dressed up because it's like the one day a week when I definitely have to like leave the house mm-hmm. and like I get I get to cosplay as a normal person, and so I'm not wearing like a tuxedo or a t- top hat, but it's like you know what maybe I will wear a dress shirt buttoned with a very very bright mm-hmm. necktie and uh, like a casual blazer on t- that would be fun uh and and <laughs> that that was just for me uh but now it's gonna be like people will be judging me based on what i look like and oh if- they won't judge you everybody forgot how to be out in society don't worry true I, i'll just i just have to remember to shave both halves of my face and not just like get tired and give up in the middle mm-hmm. anyway just make uh, sure it's even <laughs> just make sure to i, I <laughs> I also have to get the sideburns even, so that's, you know, anyway. Okay, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but So definitely check that out. Go to Anatko on Instagram, Anatko on Twitter. Uh, actually, I'm so, if there are 12 steps to getting Anatko.com, I knew, like, they've now officially formally relaunched. I am now on step 10 
Uh, so I'm very, very close to liftoff. Maybe I'll tell that story when I actually launch it. Uh, but don't go there right now because it's semi messed up because of the transition. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going on Twitter. I'm not going on Instagram. I'm willing to ex- uh, exploit the services that are exploiting you. That is God bless America. Perfect. So, that's going to be it for us. Uh, go to, uh, do to go to uh, relay.fm slash material to uh, become maybe a member of uh, relay.fm because uh, your con- your contributions to the sustainability of this podcast and everyone all of relay FM is very much appreciated. As you know, uh, things are uh, things are a little bit tighter in the ad game as than they were uh, pre pandemic. Uh, we of course we do this out of love because of the love, uh, but being able to pay our cell phone bill and our cable bills and stuff like that is also nice. Uh, and and your memberships <laughs> do go a long way towards uh, uh, towards helping us out with that. And we absolutely des- we absolutely definitely appreciate that. Uh, but for everybody who listened this time, thank you so much. We hope you listen to us again next week. Uh, until then, have a happy, safe, healthy, and prosperous seven days. Bye bye. Bye everyone. Thank <laughs> you.